What's up, nerd geeks and gamers alike? It's your boy, Nerdy Nick, back with best friend Josh. What's up, guys? Back with another episode of the N Squared Podcast. We're coming to you from July 19th, 2022. Uh, you make it sound like we're time travelers. Yeah. From? We're, we're coming to you from. <laughs> but by the time you hear this, it's already the past anyway. So. All right. Yeah. So, what's up? What's up? Yeah. Not much. Another year older, man. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, I really felt it Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Ended up getting heat exhaustion at work, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that that sucked. Yep. You know, I felt dizziness, fucked up stomach, you know. But, you know, just, it wasn't super bad, but at the same time, it was one of those things where it's like, if I stay at work. I'm going to die. <laughs> it's gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah. For those of you who aren't aware, we live in Arizona, the southernmost part of Arizona, mm-hmm. where it is literally like the devil's ballsack hot up in here, all day, every day. And then now we got monsoons. Um, so monsoons are for those of you who don't know, sudden flash floods and huge heavy ass storms that come and go. It could be completely sunny out, and then you look in the opposite direction of where you're facing, and it is black skies all around. Yeah. It just gets ridiculous here. Yeah. And it rains for, like, 20 minutes. But it can... It'll do that, but it'll knock down, like, 20 trees. I know, Because of the winds and everything. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, But in a good way, because we live in the desert, and we need the rain. So, (laughs) take the good with the bad, you know. But, yeah. Had your birthday. We went to Carabas. God, that place was fucking delicious. I love going there. Yeah, yeah. I got me and you both got the same thing, right? Or did um, you get? I got the ribeye. Was that? No, the... I mean, not the rib. Uh... I got like the sixteen ounce steak. Yeah, that's the ribeye. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I got. Okay, yeah, and Luke got the smaller one. Yeah, he got the sirloin. Sirloin, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was getting confused with those cuts. Dude, I know. <laughs> we were confused there trying mm-hmm. to pick out what cut we want. Yeah. That was really good. It was fucking massive. It was great. Yeah. I kind of regretted eating all of it after. Or afterwards, I regretted eating all of it in that one sitting. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, because I had the mashed potatoes with it. I had um, a side of pasta with it. I didn't eat all of that, but I did dabble in it. And then I had the salad and then the steak. But then we also had the appetizers and the fucking bread they put on the table. Jesus, dude. We were fucking stuffed before. The I had the meat sweats. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Oh, God. It just felt like it didn't digest. Like it was just sitting there until I fell asleep. Jeez. Yeah. So I was just like immobilized. See, that's why I saved half of it for later. Yeah. I just couldn't stop eating it. It was really good. <laughs> I know. Dude, yeah. It was, it was pretty good. Even, you know, heated up for lunch the next day. It was was it? Great. Although I, I finished uh, the, the mashed potatoes. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have finished that. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the mashed potatoes are really good with it. Yeah. Fucking make myself hungry, man. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a good time. Yeah. We just had fun. Just mm-hmm. talking, chitting, chatting, chitting, chatting. Chitting, chatting. Ah, yeah. It was, it was it was an enjoyable night. Yeah. 
And then we got you a video game. Video game? Yeah. Uh, it was Final Fantasy something, something, something? Uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> Final Fantasy Origins game. Uh, I'm going to look up the title because I forgot what the fuck it was called. Stranger in Paradise? Yes! Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the only M-rated Final Fantasy game I've ever seen. <laughs> so. so I'm probably try that out, like, depending on what time I go back home today. Mm-hmm. Either today or tomorrow. It definitely looks interesting. I'll give you that. Yeah. And then uh, you also got me, or Evelyn got yeah. me, <laughs> that uh, Gundam uh, model. Yeah, the thing. model kit. Oh, that thing is so cool. Yeah. So, did you get anything else for your birthday? Yeah, Luke and Renee got me... <laughs> they got me a shot glass that says all, um, all I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe <laughs> <laughs> then they got me another shot glass that was an ass <laughs> so that's like uh, for the listeners here that's like a running inside joke because anytime we have you know group text in a group event we always ask oh what, what do we need to bring or what do you guys want and Josh always 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 types the B H big booty hoe. Someone bring me a BBH every time. Never fails. It's great. Yeah. And then they also got me one of those, uh, those, uh, fucking rag things that you wet to keep you cool, Mm. which they got it because of the whole, uh, heat exhaustion situation. (laughs) (laughs) Don't die. Yeah. So yeah, I got that right on. So what about you? What's new with you? Um, Wayne. Dog's in his kennel right now. He was being bad. Yes. Um, I got some pickups. I went to Bookman's yesterday, the one on Speedway, and I got... Oh, shit. Where's the tape? Oh, it's in the bag still. <laughs> Whoops. I pulled out the VHS tapes, or the boxes, and one of them didn't have the tape in it so anyways i got the original buffy the vampire slayer movie from oh, 1992 jesus and funny enough luke perry right there that's jungle boy's dad wait really yeah if you put them side by side they look just like each other Hold minus up. jungle boy's hair Hold up. gotta look that up now <laughs> let me look that shit up and I, uh i didn't notice this at first dude but you know i'm like a sucker for the 90s and shit um, there's a blockbuster video sticker on the back oh, with like the, the sale sweet. price. And it says uh blockbuster video, Buffy the vampire slayer, 13th of April, 1993 price, $19 and 88 cents. <laughs> it's fairly cheap. Yeah. And then it's got a blockbuster sticker on the VHS. It says just re- just to remind, please rewind. Thanks. The end blockbuster. Wow. What a difference. <laughs> I miss that shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. Let me let me compare. <laughs> as soon as you do that, your phone blacks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do look very similar. Holy yeah. Crap. And then I got a classic Van Damme movie, Time Cop. Huh, I don't think I've seen that one yet. So this one's pretty cool, man. He, uh, time-traveling police officer, super soldier kind of deal. Um, <laughs> the tagline for the movie is, Turn back the clock. Or your history. <laughs> what I thought would be cool, and the reason why I picked these, one, I wanted them, but two, I was like, 
summer's kind of winding down to an end, at least for the school year, right? For school calendar wise. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need to finish out the summer with like, like three good movies, like one movie a week to watch, There you, go. you know, or like one weekend, me and Brittany just, you know, have fun, sit down and watch these movies. So I got Buffy because I always have to have a little horror, you know, I got Time Cop, which is just pure action. And then I got fucking The Fifth classic. Element. I watch this movie every summer. I don't know why it's a fucking summer movie for me, but it all it's just, that's how it works out. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's a really fucking good movie. Yeah, and Brittany has never seen any of these. What? Yeah, so I was like, fucking perfect. Like, I get that seeing Time Cop, but at the same time, I've met her dad. I'm surprised he hasn't shown it to her. Right? You would think. <laughs> so, like, yeah, anyways, I, I paid two bucks for each of these and at the cashier because VHS prices are going up now. Huh. Because they're getting graded now. Oh, yeah, we had the discussion before. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah, but that Bookman still has all the VHS tapes, most, for the most part, for two bucks a piece. Oh, wow. There was, like, the original Child's Play. That one was, like, ten bucks. I was like, nah, nah. <laughs> the VHS players were fucking kind of pricey too. They were like 40 bucks. There was like a small little dinky one for like 20, 25. But I was like, nah. not back then. You could get a decent VHS, VHS player for that price. VHS. VHS. <laughs> <laughs> um, I picked up a new AV cable for my PS2 because little shithead over here in his kennel chewed mine up. Asshole. And I'm pissed because that one was an original Sony branded one. I know. And then I got one game off of my fucking bucket list. That is Saturday Night Slam Masters. This is a Capcom pro wrestling game that plays like a fighter. It's a it's oh. 2D. I think I've told you about. Yes. This. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember we're talking. Because it's like the only one of its kind type. Yes. You know. Yep. Exactly. So I got the game for the Super Nintendo. With the manual, it was priced at sixty. The manual, I went on price charting. The manual itself goes for like thirty-five. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, as even as soon as I saw it, I didn't see the price immediately, but I saw it, and I had like twenty-eight in trade credit over there, and I I was like, you know, what? either way, I'm getting it. Does that have to? Yeah. This this one, the price didn't really matter to me. I mean, unless it was like a hundred, I'd be like, fuck that. <laughs> um, but I saw it, and I was like. I'm getting it. If it was a hundred and it was complete, though, would you get it? Yes, <laughs> yes, because complete it goes for like two hundred and something. Holy shit! Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, speaking of games, we'll be right back with a word from Game On Expo. This episode of the N Squared Podcast is brought to you by Game On Expo, Arizona's premier gaming and anime event. And this year, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. They'll be hosting a Smash Ultimate tournament with a $1,000 prize pool. They'll also be hosting a first-ever Game On-A-Thon event where 16 lucky attendees will be selected to participate in their gauntlet tournament with special selected games. Winners will have a chance to win a bundle, which includes a Switch OLED, Xbox Series X, and a PS5 disc version with games. All that and more this year at Arizona's biggest and best gaming event of the year. Game on Expo in Phoenix, Arizona, August 5th through the 7th, 
Make sure to get your tickets now as they're still on sale. And I'm just excited about this. The prize pool, you got me totally off track here. Make sure to hit up Game On Expo for an awesome, amazing time. They've also got plenty of guests like Master Daniel Piscina, who you might know and recognize as Johnny Cage from the original Mortal Kombat. Also, the Boom Shakalaka himself, Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam will also be in attendance as well as many other guests. So get your tickets now while they're still available at Game On Expo. We'll see you there. All right, for our first question of the day, Brittany asks, how do you feel about Christian Cage making Luchasaurus turn heel? I think it's pretty cool. I kind of get this whole feeling of like, um, like when you saw Palpatine start to turn Anakin. <laughs> it's very much got those vibes. Um, there is an underlying story here that hasn't been fully developed yet in in the whole uh, story angle to it. Um, but I think Christian Cage is a heel is really good. He's been talking about a whole lot of real life shit. Like he made fun of jungle boys, dad being dead. Jesus. While his uh, mom and family were in attendance at that one. And then Matt Hardy came out. And as you know, Jeff Hardy is suspended with the DUI. Yeah. Well, he, he, <laughs> Matt Hardy was talking to Christian when he was cutting a promo and Christian goes, Matt, you're making your brother sound like the sober one. Jesus. Like he's just ribbing into people hard and stuff. And I don't think Luchasaurus is going to be healed for a long time. I think that um, he'll kind of have like a come to Jesus moment and like, you know, or he'll just be pretending that he's bad when he was like working Christian the whole time. You know what I mean? I think it is kind of cool though, because his gear is all black now, including his mask. That was actually freaking sweet i like that yeah that was cool mm -hmm. so i'm interested to see where it goes aew right now doesn't have a whole lot of um uh like real hard digging or hard hitting heel work as far as like on the mic because mjf isn't really around right now mm -hmm. is that the fridge yeah that's the fridge right yeah it's rattling whatever <laughs> anyways um so it is nice to kind of see like Christian Cage like fill that void, and he's like he's a seasoned fucking veteran when it comes to this stuff. So yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm not really big on that like you are. Yeah, but it. I'm in it for the outfit. I'll tell you that he looks cool. Right. So there's that. Well, like every time, <laughs> every time we've done like the pay per view watching, um, what is it? Uh, Jurassic Express. They've always had matches, and you always see them getting standing ovations and oh, yeah. and whatever, and winning the crowd over. So now they're, well, at least Christian and, and Luchasaurus are getting boos. So it's kind of like they're whoa. they're probably just trying to shake up the cage a bit, you know? Really? Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. even think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just trying to shake it up a little bit, you know, really give the crowd something to you know look forward to, right? But yeah. <sighs> Thanks, right. babe, for your question. Loyal listener. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So up next, question from Jesse. 
Where do you see video gaming going from here? Do you think it has reached its point? I guess it's peak, I guess. Yeah. Um, I've noticed with each and every generation, the graphical gap has really shortened itself. Like you can only improve so much at a certain, you know. Yeah. yeah. At least as far as like the human eye can see, right? You know, like there's like 8K shit, but your eyes can't really see past 4K. So what's yeah. the point? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like when you look back at Atari 2600, you know what I mean? Very super big blocks and giant pixels. And then it gets, you, you go to like, you know, in television and um, like NES and Master System and Genesis, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. you started to see bigger leaps and bounds in gaming and what gaming could really accomplish. Yeah. You know, and then you even get games like the original Doom or Quake, and you're like, holy shit, this is this is cool. I am, you know, in first person field of view. I see the gun in front of me, you know, like it was very, it was very raw and cool and real at the time. And now it, it it's kind of crazy, right? Because you've got the Switch and even the Switch OLED. Mm-hmm that's underpowered really when you compare it to like the series X or the PS five. Oh yeah. But it's still a modern console machine, right? It's current gen mm-hmm. and it can play previous gen, right? Yeah. But the thing like is with the switch, new games for the switch and previous gen games that you can play on the switch kind of look identical as far as graphics go. Now, the Switch isn't supposed to be a graphics powerhouse, right? Yeah. So you move on to, like, the Xbox and the PS5. There are some games that really make you go, holy shit, this looks great. Yeah. This and, looks fucking ridiculous. And there's some that you play, and you're like, this looks like a PS4 launch title. Right, and it'll be a brand new game that, yeah. you're, that you're playing. Yeah. Like, for me... I didn't get my 4K TV, my UHD, whatever, 4K TV, until it was it last, no, not last year, right? It was the year before, 20, it was in 2020. Yeah. I think when I got it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what playing a PS4 Pro or whatever looked like on a 4K TV or a PS4 looked like on a 4K TV because I was playing on 1080, yeah. you know? Uh, and even still, it looked like really good then, you know. So, I think the only way you could take gaming another step further is to make it very immersive, like VR immersive. And the thing is, with VR, you're not going to get a giant um, user base like you would just standard console gaming because money. Yeah. Because setup, because space. That's true. You know, and then also comfort. Like, yeah, a lot those... of people want to be just sitting down playing games. You got to, a lot of these, you got to stand up. Yeah. Fucking move around, swing your arms around. 
on a lot of those games, or I'm not sorry, the games, the headsets, a lot of the headsets are still very cumbersome when you wear them. They get heavy yeah. after a while. They get sweaty after a while. You know. Yeah, you move your head forward a little bit. They start sliding down your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like a one-size-fits-all deal either because, like, for me, I've got, and this is going to sound, like, dumb, but I've got long eyelashes. When I put on a VR headset and adjust the lens focus or whatever, sometimes my lashes will touch the the, the, the optics, the lens. Yeah, yeah, the lenses, and then it, because of my body oil from my eyelid or my eyebrow, whatever gets on my lashes, then gets on that, and then I have to like constantly clean that shit. So, like, even even going down to that kind of stuff, they've got a lot of a lot of things to work on. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, but I don't really see everyone buying into it. Like, mm, yeah, no, because I, I know they're trying to put push like the metaverse thing. Oh yeah. But honestly, yeah, you're right. I don't think I don't think people are really gonna get into it. It's gonna be kind of like uh, the fucking NFC craze. It's gonna go up for a little bit and then just drop down. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, there are some I'm not really, against it. Yeah, no, some really cool games out there. I think as f- the best way to like execute VR would be to go to a VR place, hmm. like a laser tag place, right? But for VR, I've seen these places before, yeah. where you know you you're like on a team of five, and you're all playing VR with each other, and you can all see each other's characters in your lenses. Yeah. You know, and you're doing a zombie mission or whatever. I think that would be the best way to execute VR would be to have big warehouses hosting VR events. Yeah, that that makes sense. You know, that would be the best way, I think, to really show off what VR is totally capable of. I mean, you could have people tied to bungees doing, like, cliff diving Oh, God, that VR. would be fucking scary, though. I mean, but there would be some. There would be right? plenty of people be like, "Oh, I'm so for that." Yeah, like it would be nuts. Um, oh, fuck that. You know, or like very immersive with like having these warehouse places. You know, these rooms like spray mist if you're like walking through a jungle or something, or like spray um, pheromones in the air. Not pheromones, like smells. Pheromones. Pheromones. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, you know, like smells in the air to like. Make it that, it that, smells like the like the jungle. Or... It's a quote unquote uh, 4D experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they do that at some movie theaters. Yeah, I've done that. I don't like it at all. No, no. Uh, it's, it's that fucking mist. It's just, and it reminds me of meme too. A meme? Well, a screenshot of what somebody said. What? Oh God! Say it. He's like, <laughs> do it. It was something, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it was something along the lines of, about, you know, about the 4D theater. Yeah. It's like, um, imagine a scene where a girl is squirting, and then they spray the <laughs> I don't think they would show that oh, of course at not. a movie theater. Of course not, but like, not it, every time I think of 4D, I think of that. Yeah. Like, just all time, all, all around bad experience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I I really don't see a need to, like... Graphically improve? I, I just don't see a need for gaming to evolve past... Like, as far as, like, hardware and shit goes, I kind of think we're, we're, we're there. Honestly, I feel like there could still be improvements, not graphically-wise, but, like, you know, like, RAM 
wise. Yeah. You can always improve on the RAM. You can always in the one I hate the most that they fucking chase us on all the time. Improve on the fucking memory storage. Right. It's always even like okay. My Series X right there comes with a one terabyte solid state drive. That's not bad. But when you consider the size of the fucking games nowadays. Dude, I know. Just Call of Duty. I mean, granted, Call of Duty, I don't know what the hell crawl up their asses, but fucking 250 gigabytes for a fucking game? Yeah. That's a fucking quarter Mm -hmm. of that one terabyte. Yeah. And I remember back in the day, one terabyte, you couldn't fill it. Oh, dude, you're, you're like, holy shit, what are you thinking? Yeah. How many games do you plan on putting there? Now I, you're used like... to, I used to use a fucking thumb drive for my external uh, storage back yeah. in the day. You know, like a 16 gig hard drive. Now you tell somebody, you know, oh, I got a you know one terabyte hard drive. They're like, holy shit, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. That's ass. Yeah. And the what does the PS5 come with? It says 100, 825 gigs. Like, what kind of retarded shit is that? <sighs> yeah. 800, that, that, yeah, I and just, that's that's eight hundred twenty-five. The you know that even like the fucking um, the operating system mm-hmm. still takes up some of that memory. Yeah, so it's like so you're not getting the whole the whole pie. Yeah. So I, and honestly, man, I've been thinking this for a long time now. They they do that so you can buy their their like Xbox has a pro proprietary or maybe it's Sony. One of them has a fucking proprietary. Um, expansion i want to say it's xbox well, i think it's xbox but either way they do it to, to make you buy more make you buy know, more shit fucking assholes and at the end of the day it's almost like it's a gaming pc right and uh, i mean and that's the, the shitty part because the gaming pc is going to be like three grand plus mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's ridiculous it, it annoys the ever-living shit out of me yeah because like one thing I absolutely love about my PS5, like when I was playing Ghost of Tsushima, that game had almost zero load time. I think that was the the first time I ever heard you say that perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> and I always watch that so But yeah, no, for real. Ghost of Sushi. Ghost of Sushi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So no load time. Oh, fucking, it's like minuscule. Yeah. Like, I literally, because you can fast travel in the game. Okay. You press pause, select the area you want to go to, and just hit fast travel. And, and like, the moment, like, the time it takes to get out of the pause screen, mm-hmm. you're there already. Damn. I know. Most, most of the games, it takes, like, five seconds. But, no, that one is, like, you select it, fast travel, pause screen is gone, you're there. Mm-hmm. I, one thing I really do like about the Xbox uh, Series S and X is quick resume. See, yeah, that's genius. That's see, fucking amazing. See, they can improve things like that. Yeah, but really that would just probably need like a software update. But I mean, it's still, you know, eventually they're going to come up with a better system, you know, better hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, better hardware, they might as well just put in better uh you're looking, you're right next to my Xbox Series X box. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it. And that has the specs on the side right there, right? Uh-huh. Is it or is it not liquid cooled? Well, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Oh, my bad. Dong. 4K 
8K. What the fuck? Xbox Velocity Architecture. What the fuck's that supposed to mean? I don't know. Blast processing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't say. Because I know, like, the top of it, where it's curved, that's to help with heat. It's like a heat sink or whatever. Really? Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, like aside from these like little things here and there, you know, with changes or whatever, I really do think gaming as a whole is kind of peaked. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see. Look, and it's, it's the same thing with movies. Everything's getting remade. All the games are getting remasters now. There's a lot more remasters and remakes coming out, I think that I've noticed, and there are, like, new titles of new franchises. Well, with that one, though... Where everything's getting the pixelated treatment and going back to retro style. Yeah. I think the reason for the, you know, backtracking like that was more for the fact that, you know, there's... Companies are just too afraid to flop. Right. But because they're afraid to flop, they're flopping even harder than they did before. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're fucking remastering, remaking old shit, because they're like, oh, that was popular... People love that. Fucking, let's make some money off of that. It's like easy the fucking to do. Last of Us is getting a whole new remake again. That's and they just had a remaster a few years ago. Yeah, it's just because they're fucking lazy. It's a cash grab. Yeah, that's and like some of the uh, the game developers have said, like, oh, it's not a cash grab, you know? Like, no, it's a cash grab, dude. Oh yeah, like totally is. That's bullshit. Yeah, it is. It is. So I think that's where I stand. I think. It's kind of peaked. I think we've kind of reached a point in gaming where uh, the only things that can improve are kind of just like minor things, you know, like the storage or maybe liquid cooling some shit. Um, like product, uh, hardware efficiency wise, as far as graphics go, I kind of think it's like there. But all right, so that's gaming on the hardware side. What about on the actual like gaming side, like the actual games themselves? I think that is very, um, what is the word? Like how they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm -hmm. That It's circumstantial, I guess, to the person playing. Because I can play a game and absolutely love the story. You can play it and fucking think it's dumb. True. You know what I mean? So as far as that goes, I think it's very uh, situational. You know? I like to kind of play things and take things for what they are, mm-hmm. you know, and appreciate it to a certain level where I'm not totally ragging on a game unless like it just really fucking sucked. Right. <laughs> um, I think studios could always do better in some way, shape or form with writing or whatever. But I think that just goes with anything really. That's true. Very you know, true. yeah, I've never bought in a game. Where I was let down on the story or thought it was like, you know, Hmm. not that I can really think of off the top of my head. I mean, even the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, people hated it because of the exosuits and stuff. And I thought they introduced a cool mechanic. And the story with it, too, was really cool because you were playing as like this fucked up dude who really couldn't operate that well without a mech suit or uh, exosuit. Mm -hmm. You know, so it gave him second life. And that story was interesting. So, I don't know. As far as gameplay and stuff can always be improved on as well. You know, with like 
hit boxes and i mean we were just playing crash the insane trilogy we were playing uh crash 2 the wrath of cortex and there's some shit that i was that was just like totally unfair <laughs> you know uh that kind of stuff can always be cleaned up but i think that kind of stuff will always like linger as long as people are making games because human error yeah that's true oh i feel like right now yeah of course games can improve like that but the issue is just there's a lot of greedy companies right now yeah big time like big time i think right now the worst one is ea them or like maybe even activision activision blizzard well, I think ever since the the uh, purchase with from Microsoft, mm-hmm. I think they might be you know putting a halt to some of their BS. Well, the president, I forgot his name. Uh, he's still in charge. He's still there. And Xbox, when they buy studios, they are more or less their money machine. Mm. Or Microsoft is. So Microsoft will fund the studios. But they let the studios more often than not be like act as if they're not bought. Ah. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah. So I don't know. But it's because that studios have just proven or, or publishers have proven to just be more greedy and more greedy and rush things out and rush things out. It's only going to get worse, really, in my opinion. And I think that that also aids into my personal opinion that gaming has peaked. Because it's only going to go downhill. Maybe. I mean, look at why do you think there's pre-orders? Because studios want to know what guaranteed money they have coming in. That way, yeah. it doesn't really matter if the game sucks or not. People already paid for it. Yeah. You know. That's why. That's why people need to stop pre-ordering. Fuck these companies. I mean, like exclusives you get and shit too for pre-orders nowadays aren't even that fucking cool to begin with. I remember back in the day you had to like pre-order from GameStop, but you would get like exclusive merch. You would get something physical with it and, and stuff. Now I just kind of feel like it's meh. Well, I mean, cause nowadays, I mean, I read this article about how gaming is getting to the point where you're no longer going to be owning the game. Even if you own the physical copy, it's more of you own the license to actually play it. Right. It's like a key. Yeah, which is complete and utter horse shit. Yeah. Now that means you have to be online for everything now. And it's it's like, what if the fucking internet goes out for like a week or some shit? Right. What if you want to enjoy a game while you wait? Yeah. Offline. Right. But now you can't because they fucked us over like that. See, that's why you have a collection like me. All right. <laughs> At the same time, a new game comes out. Let's say right. like fucking... Uh, a game that intrigues you as much as Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> Doom Eternal Infinity. Right. Doom Eternal Eternally. <laughs> but yeah, let's say Doom Eternal Eternally comes out. <laughs> and it's like, you have to be online to even just play the fucking story. Yeah, that, that would be bullshit. Bullshit. And then you, all you own is the, the disc itself. You don't... You don't technically own the license anyway. Yeah, at that point, it's like, why even make the fucking discs? We could just do it digitally then, right? I don't know, but the, the shitty part is that if you do digitally, fucking butcher that digitally. I knew what you are saying. 
We do it digitally. Didgeridoo. Jesus. <laughs> 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 um. You get a didgeridoo. Let's say. Let's say. They shut down the fucking uh, the store for that console. Yeah. You deleted that game a while ago to make room because they don't fucking give you enough. Right. For other games, you're like, I'll download it in the future. Uh huh. You forget about it. This you is... shut down the store. Yeah. That's my Simpsons arcade story right there. It's fucking horseshit. Yeah. It I is hate it. Fucking stupid. So, yeah, I don't know. I think as a whole, gaming has reached its its peak. And it might not even have been where we're at now, honestly. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot. I think there's a lot more great games in the past than there are currently. That or not currently, but my, in modern day times. If you look at game libraries, yeah, there was a lot more games that were really good in the ten year span in the past. Yeah, than the past ten years, there's been right. You know, of course, you can't knock the indie games. But, you know, indie games are kind of niche, you know? Yeah, and not only that, but they're... Well, yeah, they, they are, and they're shorter for the most part. They're graphically not very impressive. Sometimes gameplay just kind of feels very stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get it because, like, a lot of these indie studios are very small. Sometimes maybe up to, like, five people working on a game. Sometimes even one yes. guy. Yeah. You know, so... Which, I mean, I got to give people like that props because some of them do some phenomenal jobs yeah. by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, thanks for that question, uh, Jesse. We'll be right back with the rest of our Q&A. All right, so our next question comes from Jim. What action star would you rather be in a movie with? Stallone or Arnold? Stallone, hands down. <laughs> Why? Because as much as like a big time, you know, Hollywood hotshot as he is, he always fucking like brings it. And he's very creative. He's been behind the director's seat, you know, so many times now. Okay. And his movies are always like over the top. He never like, he never really tries to bring home like an Oscar or something. When he makes a movie, he makes a movie because that's a movie he wants to make. And when you have someone who is doing something they want to do, you they get put the... more more passion into it, you know, more yeah. creativity. I mean, dude, have you seen the Expendable movies? Those are fucking amazing. Fucking amazing movies. You know, so Stone Cold was a bad guy mm. in the first one. He speared um, Stallone in that movie and broke Stallone. I think it was either his ribs or a, his back doing it. He spent a couple days in the hospital and then came back and was, you know, like, fuck yeah, let's get doing it, you know, whatever. Like, he's just awesome. That's fucking cool. If that happened to Arnold, I would imagine Arnold would be like, what the fuck did you do? (laughs) You know, like, fuck you. I'm right here. Kill me. Dude, like, my only thing with Stallone, because I I would pick the same. Uh Uh-huh. But mostly because of, like it's a double-edged sword. Okay. Because that fucking thing he does with his face, you know? He can't help it. I know, I know, and I feel bad saying it. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to help myself but be like Like staring at it. No, not staring, but trying to just be like 
<laughs> and like finding it yourself. I wish we had a video podcast so we could show people what I'm right? doing. Just like <laughs> it's like um that scene in Austin Powers Gold Member when he sees the guy with the mole and he's doing that weird thing with his face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, I, I'd be like that. You know, I, yeah. I just wouldn't be able to help it. Honestly, yeah, I'd, I probably would go with Stallone because I feel like his yeah. Arnold had some great movies back then, but yeah. overall, you're right. Stallone had just better movies yeah. all across the board. Like, when it comes to big action movies, right? Mm-hmm. I think Arnold really hit his stride and his peak in the 80s. Yeah. And then after that, he was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do these movies every so often. You know? Like, when you look back in the, in the 80s, he did the Conan movies. He did Commando. He did Predator. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. He just showed Josh showed me a picture of a fish that's got the whole Stallone lip mouth thing going on. But um, which I took that picture at a Chinese restaurant. Oh, you did? Yeah, I thought that was from iFunny or something. No. <laughs> but then, like, you look at Stallone, and he had all the Rockies. And the Rocky movies aren't just action movies. They are very well-written dramas that happen to have action in them. Yeah, that's very true. You know? Yeah, because, I mean... And he wrote and directed most of them. Those were huge movies. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's even sprung the whole Creed... um, Yeah, I was going to say, didn't he do uh, Creed? Yeah. And then, I mean, he had, like, Demolition Man, all the Rambo movies, Cliffhanger... Um. Uh, oh yeah, Arnold also had Total Recall. That one was pretty cool. What I like about Arnold is he's not afraid to go into sci-fi. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, he, like the sixth day or seventh day—I can't remember what it's called. He did that one. He did Total Recall. He did End of Days, even though that movie kind of sucked. Um, Terminator, of course. You know, I feel though like Terminator. And Terminator 2 were kind of like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Because the ones afterwards were just like, oh. Yeah. You know, like just bad. And like I I was thinking about it. I don't think I could ever imagine Sylvester Stallone in a sci-fi movie. Well, he was. Demolition Man is a sci-fi movie. Because it's based in the future. Have you ever seen Demolition Man? With him and Wesley Snipes? No, I haven't seen oh, that. Okay. I have the sealed copy of it on well, VHS, but I'm not opening it. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no, Stallone has done I mean he's even in the Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was one of the original Ravagers. Yeah. Yeah. I just he's done so few. I just dude <sighs> Both oh, of them together are wait, great. I huh. forgot. I forgot. How could I forget his best ones? Spy Kids. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was the bad guy in Spy Kids. Three, four? I think. Or three or four, yeah. One of those. No, because George Lopez was a bad guy in one of them, too. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. That's, that's the one. They're both in there. I don't know if they're... George Lopez was that big TV dude. Yeah. That's the one where Sylvester Stallone was uh, the main bad guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> where there was a game. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. Game over. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> oh my god. How could I forget? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a, dude. Yeah. Oh man. So you know, like Stallone's just cool to do like a whole lot, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I just feel like he would be so much fun to be around. I mean, shit, if he got speared for a movie and mm-hmm. broke his fucking, like, bones yeah. and still came back to keep going, fuck yeah. He just finished Expendables 4. Hallelujah. Yeah. I fucking like, love those. those movies are, like, man movies, you know? Oh, they are, for sure. They're, oh. bro, they're bro-fests. Oh, fuck you know? yeah. They're great. You look at the fucking cast each movie and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> This is amazing. Why didn't you guys do this fucking 20 years ago? I know. Oh. Well, they were all at their peak. Yeah. Oh, it's such a... They're, they're, it's so great. They are. It's really, literally just explosions, guns, They are fighting. fan uh, fanfare movies. It's fan service. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I would I would pick Stallone. You know. I'm not... Middle name is Rocky. <laughs> you know. All right. Yeah. So, it's fair to say that we both choose Stallone. Yeah. Call me Mick. I can't see. Although, I mean, it still would be kind of cool about being in a movie with Arnold, though. Yeah. Especially in his prime. Yeah. Maybe when... Because, see, I feel like he might be a little more pompous. Maybe. You know, I don't see him being as fun to be around as uh, Stallone. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? All right. So, next question comes from Brian. Is it possible that Master Chief is the offspring of Doomguy and Samus? <laughs> Such a stupid fucking question. Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh, no? I don't think so, because Doomguy said... Yeah, I'm trying to think of timelines, and I don't think they, they're... Wait, wait, no. I mean... Could you drop your phone any louder on the fucking table? Ah. Hold on. Because, I mean, technically, Doomguy is immortal at this point. Yeah. So, it just depends on the timeline between Samus. Then you gotta go into all the... Well, you gotta go into the fucking timelines, too, for uh, Halo. Yeah. So, you would have to look up when Halo takes place and when, like, Metroid took place. But then then the, the, the thing is... Master Chief is, um... He was just a human. He was, um... Basically a lab rat. That survived. Halo time line. Okay, so... Let's say he was around during Reach. Because that's pretty much like when his story pretty much started. So that was 2552. Metroid time... Timeline. 2552 was for... Um, uh, Halo. And Metroid... The f- fucking took place in 2050-something. So, no. <laughs> Metroid apparently is taking place in the next, you know... 25 years <laughs> so nah wouldn't happen but i get where you're coming from brian because they're all armored people and space and <laughs> stuff so nice yeah also for those of you listening 
You can catch Jim and Brian on the Drink Beer and Play a Game YouTube channel, as well as the Power Hour podcast, and where you can find me with the boys on our very exclusive Patreon podcast, Bonus Beers, for only $5 a month. You can listen in and tune in to our movie review bullshit podcast, where our (laughs) upcoming episode will be covering and reviewing probably one of the world's most infamous films of all time, Tommy Wiseau's The Room. We'll be recording that this Thursday. Have you even watched it yet? Yeah. How bad was it? Oh, it's an amazing movie. I've seen it a few times now. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Brittany hasn't seen it. She's like, ooh, tell me when you're going to watch it so I can watch it with you. I, I, I just... We had this conversation before. I don't remember if I've seen it. The room. I mean, you would know, I think, because of how, like, just fucking bad it is. Oh, wait, yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah. There's a movie based on that movie, uh, or the story of that movie being made, called The Disaster Artist. And that's, that's a really good movie. Yeah. That's with uh, James and David Franco. That's the one that he's like, I did not hit her. Yeah, I did not. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Yeah. The movie is just, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. And the guy behind the movie is such a mystery. Tommy Wiseau. Because he says he's an all-American guy, you know, from New Orleans. And uh, he's got this weird fucking Eastern European accent. He said when he made the movie, he was in his 20s, and he's clearly not, you know, was that you? No, that was me. Oh. Um, And no one knows how he got the money to make the movie. You know, he owns like a jeans store. I think it's called like World of Jeans. I don't know. I don't know. Dude's fucking mystery. It's fucking crazy. What the hell? Yeah. But anyways, we'll be covering that episode, or we'll be covering that movie in our current episode of the Bonus Beers podcast or upcoming upcoming sorry upcoming podcast for (laughs) uh drink beer play games patreon exclusive bonus beers and is that it for the q a yeah so that wraps it up for this segment of our q a for the week thank you to all of you who wrote in we appreciate it and hopefully you uh like our responses (laughs) We'll be right back with our main topics. And if you don't like it, I will. Suck it! I'm curious. So our first topic of the day is WWE Raw is moving to a P or a TV 14 rating. The PG era is coming to an end. So what? in a email from USA Network. Sorry, phone fell. That was kind of loud. Um, in an email from USA Network, currently Raw and SmackDown are both TV, like PG. Like anyone can really watch it. But apparently USA is upping it to TV 14, which is going to give them a little bit more leeway if they want to show blood or if they mm-hmm. want to cuss a little more or be a little more scandalous. Kind of like bringing back the Attitude Era. Yeah. But just because they're given that rating doesn't mean they have to abide by it up to 
that point. I think um, even though they're granted this whole TV 14 thing, yeah, it was something that USA is doing and not WWE is doing. So I think they're going to keep it PG because they like to really cater to the kids, you know, especially with how dumbed down the product really is. And, you know, so I don't, I don't know. Vince McMahon is still out as CEO and chairman of WWE. He's still under investigation. There's a whole lot of hush money and all that stuff that we've talked about. Oh, yeah. Um, so Stephanie McMahon is running the show still. Now, I do I do recognize that the show shows have gotten better since she's taken over. Mm-hmm. But he's still in creative. He still pops up on the programs. And... I think it's just a matter of time before he comes back. Yeah. Because it's happened once before, and I'm sure it'll happen again. The dude is protected like no other. That's wild. And like I said in the previous episode, he hasn't done anything illegal. He paid women money to be quiet, and they accepted it and signed documents saying they accept it. Yeah. You know, like... Like, I, I think... He didn't rape anybody. I think where the, the legal standpoint comes from that, isn't it that he might have used money from? That's, yeah, the inappropriate company funds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what was the major reason. Right. And he's also, you know, like, is it completely immoral? Absolutely. What oh, he's yeah. done. But it's, you know, it's yeah. not illegal. doesn't make it right, but it's not illegal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, I, I feel like it's one of those things where they can at least that gives them my, uh, an opportunity to at least push it a little bit. Yeah, they don't have to go too far. Mm-hmm. They can just push it just to kind of up the quality. You know what yep. I mean? They don't have to, you know, be held back by those restrictions. Yeah, although I think it, it was WWE that set those restrictions on themselves because. Mm, true. Vince doesn't like color in matches anymore. It's just, it's a thing, you know? So I don't know. It's kind of like whatever to me. I don't really care because I don't really watch WWE. You know, I've started to watch um, on AEW, on AEW's YouTube channel. They show two exclusive YouTube shows a week. AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation. They're each like about an hour long. Wow. So one comes out on Monday, one comes out on Tuesday, and then you get Wednesday Night Dynamite, and then you get Friday Rampage. Wow. So, yeah, I get my fill there. And this last week on Dark or Dark Elevation, Thunder Rosa had a match in Japan that they broadcast. Like, the broadcast team went to Japan broadcast the episode or thunder rosa's match there um and it was really fucking good and that's their free to view products are starting to get a little bit better and they're introducing new wrestlers that you might not ever have heard of because dark and dark elevation are very much their developmental um Uh, territory yeah you know so that's how they'll introduce up and coming uh yeah, and sometimes it's almost necessary viewing because those storylines will bleed into the main roster storylines. Yeah, you know, 
Um, what I do like is AEW doesn't ignore those two shows. And on Rampage and Dynamite, they'll have the little scroll that's going under like news. And it'll tell you the results of AEW Dark and Dark Elevation. So it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So anyways, moving on to the next topic. We've got something from R.L. Stein. The Goosebumps author? Yeah. So he's had some pretty big success in his life, safe to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Goosebumps, major hit. Um, And I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called Fear Street. Mm. His books that Netflix signed up for, I think it was a three-part movie series that came out last summer. They are very good. Very brutal. (laughs) I mean, you see the kids die in gruesome ways. Like, it. Like, one chick gets, like, put through a meat grinder at a grocery store. It's fucking nuts. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, like, no holes barred. Oh, yeah. So, no, you know there's no holes barred when kids get fucked up. Yeah. So, R.L. Stein, according to comicbook.com via Yahoo Entertainment, says, There's still talk about more Goosebumps movies, and I also hear rumors about more Fear Street movies for Netflix. Because the first ones did so well last summer. Those films kind of shocked me because they were all R-rated and I've never done anything R-rated. All those teenagers were getting slashed and I was like, suddenly, I have a slasher movie. (laughs) And comicbook.com goes on to say, while the Goosebump films all borrowed various elements from from across his book series, the Fear Street films instead aimed to capture the tone of his books as opposed to lifting specific plot points from those narratives. Part of what made Fear, the Fear Street trilogy so ambitious is that all the films were filmed during an extended production period and focused on various connected characters in the town of Shadyside, Ohio, jumping forward and backward in various points in time. Additionally, they were also released in consecutive weeks, making it more of an event for Netflix and its viewers. And that was really cool because they did release them um, like one week at a time. That's pretty so cool. it was like you watch one of them and you're like, oh, damn, that's really cool. And they were all in different time periods. Mm. Like one was in, a, I think, like late 80s or early 90s. I can't remember. But like you see a kid playing fucking... Uh, Castlevania on his NES, yeah. you know, and the movie uh, very much used like the style of the clothing back then, so on and so forth. Um, there is also something separate from Netflix for R.L. Stein, and that is a Goosebumps TV series that's going to be launched on Disney Plus. But the author has also said that it's going to be a long-running narrative instead of an anthology series. Like how his books are all different stories. The Goosebumps show is going to be more like one story throughout the season. Oh, because I was going to say, is it like returning? Because remember, they used to have a Goosebumps show. Yeah, on Fox Kids. Uh Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's... it's, Yeah, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be more... Like a reboot, turtle. But with yeah, a continuous, a continuous story, and he doesn't. Uh, he qu- is quoted here saying, "I am not really in the loop on the TV show, but my understanding is that it's not going to be an anthology series. It's going to be a continuing story. But honestly, I haven't heard any more about it other than that, which is kind of wild because like that's his 
property. And now because Disney bought Fox, I'm sure Fox had the rights to yeah. uh, Goosebumps being a television show. So now they, they're making a TV show out of it. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool either way. But like, is is Arlo Stein involved in it at all? I don't. I don't really think so. Other than namesake. Uh, see, if that's the case, then I don't have hopes for it. I'll hold on to uh, it. You uh, know, I'll kind of wait and see. So, we've also got some more news in the entertainment realm. So, on my birthday this year, June twenty third, twenty twenty two. Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe came out on Paramount Plus. It's a new movie. I didn't Brand know new Beavis that. and Butthead movie. It did well enough, apparently, that they are now going to get their own show launching August 4th. Damn. It is a reboot for the show or continuation, whatever. And dude, I saw the trailer for it. Fucking hilarious. Oh, man. Like, I can't fucking wait. Dude, fucking... I might have to get Paramount Plus just for that fucking show. Dude, if they stick to, like, at least the comedy that they had back then... Mm-hmm. Oh, it was... It's there in the trailer. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is the... I'll have to show you the trailer later. But yeah, it looks fucking great. Damn the great comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, dude. It looks fucking amazing. So, I know, like... Did you ever see the original show? Um, I, I watched it a lot as a kid, but it's one of those things where I watched it when I was so much younger that I don't remember too much about it. Okay. I mean, I remember some of it. Yeah. TV from a bunghole. Yeah, right? You know, things like that really stood out. So, one of the main points or main kind of concurring themes of the show was they would sit down and talk shit or just talk over music videos. They would sit on their couch and watch music videos. But you would watch the music video. It would take up your screen, but then you would hear them talk. Ah. So they would, like, make fun of shit, you know, what was happening. Um, There was also storylines, you know, of them in school or at work or whatever. Yeah. But now that MTV is not really, like, a thing anymore in music videos. I mean, music videos still come out, so I don't know. Maybe they'll have a smart TV in the show and they'll turn on the YouTube app on their TV and watch Dude, that'd be really cool music videos that, that way. Yeah. But I do kind of think because I didn't see any of that in the trailer that it's going to be more of just them and their antics being dipshits, you know, yeah. which is fine. Cause they're fucking the shit they did was just fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very excited for the show. It looks really good. Um, I don't know how, uh, the movie went, you know, I heard once I heard I saw one person on my Facebook feed say like this movie didn't need to happen. It was so stupid. And blah, blah blah. I'm like, just be some butthead, dude. Like that show didn't need to happen, but it did. Yeah, and we were blessed to have it. So it's like deal with it, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Yeah, like, what's our show? <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> You've practiced those those impressions a lot, haven't Dude, you? Dude, ever since I was a kid. Ever since I was a kid, I'd fucking have MTV on in my room when I was, like, five. 
And I would just watch Beavis and Butthead. Oh, man. It's one of those shows that I wish I watched more as a kid. Yeah. I wasn't really allowed to watch it, but it was late at night and wasn't a whole lot going on. So, dude, I watched Toonami. (laughs) (laughs) So, moving on back to pro wrestling on the AEW side. So, AEW's CM Punk posts a video of himself training following his surgery. Oh, shit. This was reported by comicbook.com on July 14th, 2022. So he announced on July 3rd, I'm hurt. I'm not retiring. I am willing to give up my belt, but, you know, we'll make an interim champion in the meantime. I'll still stay champion. So when I come back, we'll do a title unification match. Mm-hmm. It's good news to see that he's training. Again, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he's not a spring chicken. You know, he is on the older side of, mm-hmm. of things now. He's past his, what you would call, wrestling prime. But it is good to see that he's recovering rather quickly. Oh, yeah. I still don't know the specifics on his injury by any means. But uh, it sucked to see him get injured right after he won the fucking title. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you just became champ and now you're fucking hurt? Like... Come on. But it sucks, dude, because there's like an injury bug going around in all of pro wrestling. Really? Like, people are fucking getting hurt left and right. It's, I don't know what's going on. Maybe people need to take more breaks than they're allowed to, but there's a lot of people out right now with with injuries. Yeah. Um, so, moving on to another another topic that we, we covered pretty heavily, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard lawsuit. Oh, oh is there new thing. information coming out? Uh, th- there's some new information. So, like, Amber Heard and her team mm. were trying to dismiss the trial because there was a juror that wasn't supposed to be there. But the judge threw their threw their argument out real quick and was like, this is bullshit, whatever. Stop. Stop it. You lost. Yeah. You lost, dipshit. So... Johnny Depp did some fucking baller ass move and donated $800,000 to charities that she lied to donating to. <laughs> and he, he sold an NFT or whatever and fucking donated the money to the charities that she said that she fucking oh, donated my to. Oh god. <laughs> oh. You can't even call that a low blow because she's just, she was fucking retarded. Yeah, for about yeah. That. Like he's just writing the wrong right there, you know. So it's like, God damn. I thought that was pretty funny. That's fucking great. It's funny, and it's just another like, like it's almost like a backhanded compliment, you know. But it's not even backhanded because he's doing something good. <laughs> exactly. Like how? Like. It's wild. Yeah. I, I yeah, I just thought when I read that I was like I need to talk about this cuz <laughs> this is just too fucking good. Oh man. Jeez. I I really do still wonder like where her career trajectory is going to go from here. You know what I mean? It's uh it's steaming on Johnny Depp's bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, Amber Heard. 
Amber Turd. Amber Turd, yep. I mean, honestly, I don't really think, to my knowledge, I've ever really seen something like that, that whole thing go down. So I don't really know how to project in the slightest, like, how does she rebound from that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of one of the, kind of like first of its kind kind of things. And it, it does suck for her because she's still so young. Yeah. That her career hadn't even really taken off yet. Yeah, because she wasn't big, big, but she was in some big movies like Aquaman. Yeah. And even though her role was like still not like major, major yeah. you know. I think the first movie I ever saw her in was a movie called Never Back Down. It was an MMA movie. And I, I didn't watch that one. I, I mean, I've definitely seen a lot of clips from it. It came out in like 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, was, it was a really good movie. I fucking loved it. I lost it, and then I bought it again. <laughs> Are you doing some of your feet, dude? I hear it on the table. Oh, my bad. Oh, you're good. <laughs> but, yeah, like, she might be in the acting game for a long... Might have been in it for a longer time than most people might come to realize. But at the same time, like, I just don't know how she can go forward. I don't even... Like, how much do you want to bet that she gets heckled every fucking day if she steps outside? I mean, not to say that it isn't deserved. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's one of those things where I just hope she turns a new leaf and becomes a better person. Well. But then again, from the case, it's shown that it's not the first time this yeah. has happened. So, anyways, good on you, Johnny Depp, for that $800,000 donation. That he didn't pledge, he donated it. Because there's a difference between pledging and donating. That was one of the major things in that case. Where she, she pledged to donate this amount of money or whatever. Pledging means you promised to pay that. The fuck? Yeah. And pledging can happen over any amount of period of time. Oh, that's horse shit. Yeah. So just because she has, excuse me, her whole thing was like, well, I pledged it. I promised to pay. I haven't done it yet, but a pledge doesn't expire. Fucking, there's a difference between fucking imagining it and actually doing right? it. Right? Like she could be on her deathbed and be like, all right, fine, pay it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or she could even die and be like, I pledged. Right? <laughs> in in like... heaven? St. <laughs> Peter's at the gates. Did you ever pay? Well, I pledged. <laughs> so anyways moving on to some gaming news we've got uh news from GameSpot that a new aliens actual action horror game has been announced for pc and console Hmm. i don't know a whole lot about it i saw the headline looked interesting the last aliens game i played was uh the fire team elite yeah you know the third person uh action cover shooter i really liked that if they add in horror elements to it i think it would be a pretty good game like fucking resident evil style horror game yeah it would be really cool because like when you think about it like what was it isolation was pure survival horror Mm -hmm. and then you got like colonial marines which was a first person shooter and then you've got fireteam elite which was like 
Third person. Third person action game, yeah. really. Nothing really scary in that game. Uh-huh. But if you haven't, if that's that's something that like is so, I don't understand because it's such a good and easy concept. Survival horror with some action in it for an aliens franchise. Like I don't understand how you don't how you don't get how how studios they, have not done that well. They have plenty of examples. The entire Resident Evil series. Mm-hmm. It's action, but there's plenty of horror in it. Yeah. And the thing is, it's pretty much a lot of jump scares. I mean, of course. Dead space. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Best example right yeah. there. Yeah. Because, honestly, like, Aliens is kind of like that franchise. It's, You know what it is? It is exactly like the Terminator franchise. Where they've done so much bad, it overshadows all the good. Yeah, and they you know? and, and their good is pretty hefty good. Too. Yeah. Like when you look at how good Isolation was. Dude, Isolation was huge when it came out. Scared the fuck out of me. I played it in broad daylight. <laughs> and it scared the fuck out of me. Dude, like I mean, I cause I remember the YouTubers, streamers. Mm-hmm. Like an everybody who's talking about it, playing it, uh, you know, streaming it, everything. And you couldn't even really kill the xenomorph. No, you could just yeah. fight it. You could scare fight it away. It off to scare yeah. it away, yeah, but you can kill it. So we'll see. I'm going to dive more into this, and maybe it'll be something worth talking about in depth in the next episode. But I thought that was a pretty cool highlight um, to talk about, bring up. So we'll take a quick break and come back with a few more topics. What's up, nerd geeks and gamers? We are back talking about something old that's new again. The Munsters. Why does that sound so familiar to me? It was an old TV show. Black and white. There's a Frankenstein monster married to a vampire. Had the grandpa vampire. They had a little boy. Oh, fucking Adam's family type thing. Yeah. 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 The monsters. So Rob Zombie has wrapped filming his movie, The Monsters. Oh. The trailer came out, and a lot of people are saying it looks a whole lot of shit. (laughs) So, here's the deal. The Monsters is a very campy, hokey property. You know. Very old school. Yeah. Herman Munster, you know, the the, the Frankenstein character. Mm -hmm, Yeah. He uh, he, kind of... kind of talked like this and he's a dodo bird and and, and whatever right like yeah. he's really dumbed down and stuff his wife is very much like uh your gosh what's her name the mom in adam's family morticia yeah 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 she's very much like her but kind of like more tolerable to the goofiness and stuff and yeah and whatever and uh anyways so the trailer came out for the monsters like this past week and everything is like very colorful, like in a weird way. Like it looks very like all the colors and stuff look very bold. Like here's a picture of Grandpa Monster. 
you know? It's like, it's overly... It's like the highest end of Halloween costume quality you can get. It's because it's one of those things, how do, you, how do you translate a black and white show into color? Right. Which, I mean, Adam's Family did that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. They, they stuck they stuck to a lot of monotone colors. Right. Very dark and stuff. And they have they have a house similar to like the Adams Family house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all broken down and shit and whatever. But um the movie just looks overly goofy, but the fucking camera quality looks very poor. <laughs> it's weird. It, it's like someone Okay. The camera quality and I'm not talking shit, because I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> I'm excited for this movie. I am one of the very, like, because people are so split with Rob Zombie. They either love his movies or they fucking hate his movies. Or they just really like The Devil's Rejects in A House of a Thousand Corpses. And that's it. <laughs> I like all his movies. I don't know. But um, the movie camera quality looks like somebody filmed a commercial for Horror Nights at Universal Studios. Like, it doesn't look like movie quality. It looks like very high-end com- TV commercial quality of a camera. That's a, that's one of those things where it's so odd that it's hard to even imagine. Yeah, like it's very ultra-clear, but at the same time, it looks very cheap. It's so weird, dude. It's so weird. So... I definitely have to watch that trailer. And in the trailer... or I'm sorry, not in the trailer... On Instagram, Rob Zombie actually came out and uh, made a post with the Monsters movie poster and the new movie po- or the new poster for the show Wednesday, which mm-hmm. is about Wednesday Adams. Yeah. And said, "This fall we are going or this fall we are going to spook out like it's 1964." Yep, the Monsters and the Adams family are returning to the boob tube. At the same time, courtesy of Netflix. It's been 58 years since the, this Clash of the Titans first happened. Perfect entertainment for your pumpkin carving part pumpkin carving party. Check out this wicked fall preview of the TV guide for the 1964 and 1965 season I found while cleaning. So he posts that picture and then he posts a picture of TV guide that had the original shows on yeah. as well. Everybody thought the Monsters was coming to the fucking theaters. And now all of a sudden it's going to be straight to Netflix. And I'm kind of wondering if Universal did that because of the poor reception to the trailer. They struck a deal real quick with Netflix. And now it's going to be like that. (laughs) Oh, dude, I'm watching the trailer right now. It looks weird, right? Like, you can't quite put your finger on it, but it looks cheap. It looks like a fucking, um, it looks like a YouTube production. Yes. That's a very one. high-end YouTube production. Yeah. It's, it, as cheap as I'm making it sound to be, it's still not like someone filmed it on their iPhone. Yeah. But I also, I also understand and get that it's supposed to be campy. It's supposed to be hokey. It's supposed to be dumb and silly and ridiculous. 
But that doesn't mean you got to be dumb and silly with the fucking camera budget. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm willing to give it a shot and I'm willing to, you know, watch it and not have high expectations for it. Yeah. You know, it's a fair stance. I think it's going to be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on into other news, we've also got some more, um, cool news kind of aside from, you know, comics and our standard of games and stuff. Nintendo put out a tweet or I'm sorry, a, a Facebook post. A king, a king-sized King of the Koopas is touching down at San Diego Comic Con. This massive six hundred thousand sixty-three, or I'm sorry, six hundred and sixty-three thousand nine hundred Lego brick build of Lego Super Mario: The Mighty Bowser will be holding court July twenty-first through July twenty-fourth. It is a massive monster Bowser fucking statue. I think it's like 14 foot tall. That is insane. And it moves. What? It moves. Its fucking eyes move. Its mouth moves. Arm moves. Everything. Fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. Dude, it looks creepy. It looks creepy when the eyes move and shit, bro. Dude, that's wild. What the hell? Yeah. And so that'll be at San Diego Comic-Con this upcoming weekend. And they've also announced that the Mighty Bowser set will be available October 1st, which is like a much more obviously scaled down version of yeah. that. But um, I thought that was pretty cool. I know um, a listener uh, and personal friend, uh, Jeff, a.k.a. Smash JT, will be at San Diego Comic-Con uh, this upcoming weekend. He's got press pass and everything for that. So that'll be cool. I hope he snags a picture. Jeff, if you're listening, snag a picture of that giant fucking Bowser. That's ridiculous. Dude, you, if I were them, I would have like 10 security guards around that. All it takes is one stupid kid. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Fucking wander off. Try to touch it. Oh, my God. It's so cool. Or climb it. And it... Yeah. All right. So our last topic. Ooh. Last topic. It was announced yesterday. Ric Flair. We all know. Woo! Mm-hmm. He's having his last match as a pro wrestler. So it'll be Ric Flair and Andrade El Idolo, which you've seen on AEW. Okay. Versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. At Jim Crockett Promotions presents Ric Flair's last match, taking place Sunday, July 31st, the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. I always thought Ric Flair was already retired, though. He was. Do me a favor. Google him real quick. And tell me how old he is. Let's see, Ric Flair. How old? old are you Jesus holy shit he's 73 years old yep okay so let's take that into consideration here okay he's 73 
Wow. He has a pacemaker. That shit could come unplugged. Do they plan on filming this man's death? Dude, there's a lot of people who are, take my money, let me see this match. And there are a lot of people in the professional industry that are like, I don't want anything to fucking do with this. Keep this fuck away. Don't fucking clear him to wrestle in a match. There have been wrestlers and commentators out there that have pleaded, please do not medically clear him to wrestle. He is not medically... like. So, he's had... Let me see. I can't tell. He had like a stroke, a heart attack. He's had a bunch of fucking real serious health issues, dude. Um, let's see. My question is, was this his idea? Yeah. Because Ric Flair can't help but be a fucking attention whore. The only thing I can say is, man, if he wants to go out in a blaze of glory, fucking... He was on life support for 13 days. What the fuck? Yeah. He was given a 5% chance of survival after being a coma for 31 days, including 13 of those days on fucking life support. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know what? I almost died. I want to go out in a blaze of glory. He's like, I want to go out the way I want to go out. I mean, I just remember had to be like 2014 2015 he had like a stroke or a seizure heart attack something or another and he almost died then too you know i'm just like bro you already had your last match at wrestlemania versus Shawn michaels it's a very iconic moment where Shawn michaels looks at rick flair and says i'm sorry i love you when Ric Flair is standing in the middle of the ring all beat up and shit, maybe about 15 years ago. And he runs up and gives Ric Flair a super kick. Right on his fucking face. Goes down, gets the three count, and that's it. And that was supposed to be Ric Flair's last match. And that would have been the best fucking match to go out on. Because it was at like the USC Coliseum Outdoor Stadium for the fo- you know, college football team. Yeah. WrestleMania, he got all the fucking fire going everywhere and shit. And now he's doing this. What do you have left to prove as far as being a professional wrestler goes? What do you have left to prove? This is going to be one of those fucking written down in the history books as, like, what's his name? The one that fell from the fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Owen Hart. Yeah. Like, dude, and that's the that's the thing too is that can really actually happen. Ric Flair could actually fucking die in the ring here. And I understand that anyone can die in a wrestling match at any fucking point in time if they land wrong, you know, whatever. Yeah. But those odds increase with age. With his age, with his health conditions, with mm-hmm. his, his uh, ring shape, you know, like the dude's so old, bro. He's got fucking sunspots all over him. You know what I mean? When you get old and you see the yeah, big, yeah, like <sighs> it's one of those things where I really hope they don't go through with it 
But if it does happen, because if it happens, nobody can stop it. It's next weekend. Jesus. Yeah. Well. Saturday is SummerSlam, and then the next day is this fucking thing. Well, my morbid curiosity will not <laughs> stop me from. <laughs> but see, that's that's the fucked up part. Like I I tell you about the the British channel I watch, right? What culture? Yeah. Yeah. This morning they reported on it because it was announced last night. So on their morning news they reported on it and they were like, "Take my money." And I'm like, "See, no, I, I understand it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking pay to watch it. But once it releases out, you know, and if you know he doesn't die, and he doesn't die." I'll watch it all the way. I'd be more curious to... I'm not going to lie. I'd be more curious to watch it if he did die. Because that's my morbid curiosity. I don't know. It's just I've seen a lot of death videos. Yeah. On the internet. Yeah. So I was like, if he dies, I'm going to just be like, you know what? I'll just watch the clip where it happens and that's it. Have you ever seen Faces of Death? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those oh, VHS yeah. tapes were something else. No, yeah, I've seen a lot more than just that, dude. Oh. oh. I've seen a lot. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I just, I'm like, just don't, you know, like I, I lost a lot of respect for Ric Flair a while ago when I heard a lot about his um, backstage and in private um, antics, mm. you know, like there's a show called Dark Side of the Ring. I think I've told you about. Yeah, we've talked about it on the yeah. podcast before, you know, and, and Ric Flair like sexually assaulted a flight attendant, you know, and. And, and stuff and just a lot of a lot of bad bullshit you know that he's done and you know and got away with so i kind of lost respect for him like that and at this point i'm like listen just stop it you stupid old man <laughs> how many times do we have to tell you <laughs> <laughs> how many times do we gotta teach you this lesson old man yeah that's one of those things where and it's like, like oh go ahead I was going to say, it's one of those things where I, I, exactly what you meant. He's just an intention whore. He, yeah. He's been huge for so long. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's all he's known. Yeah. Limousine riding, jet flying, you know, like his whole fucking saying and stuff. But um, aside from all the serious stuff, how good is the match even going to be? I don't know, right? Like, that's the whole thing, too, is like, he might be in the ring for fucking two minutes. It's a tag team match. He's probably going to walk in. Yes. Nobody Do his can little see Ric Flair strut, you know. And... Well, it's not even going to be a strut. It's more it's just that's how he walks now. He's got, <laughs> just fucking shaking. Yeah. Seven <laughs> forward. <laughs> Geriatric ass. No. People are going to think he's doing the strut, but it's not. It's just... <laughs> he can't move. So there's actually been some training footage of him taking bumps and stuff that's come out lately. And was he shaking? <laughs> I didn't bother to watch it because I, I I feel uncomfortable watching it. You know what I mean? And he can't and get this, bro. He survived a plane crash, I want to say in the late 70s, early 80s. <sighs> and so he he couldn't from that point on take bumps flat on his back. He always had to like move to a shoulder. Ooh. So he's already got a fucked up back from years and years and years ago. And now he's, yeah, I don't know, man. He's, listen, if he fucking, if he like goes out on his shield, as we say, 
then I hope he's happy with it. And whatever. His life, his fucking decisions, whatever. I just would hate for... Because I know if I were a Ric Flair fan, I would order this pay-per-view. And I would sit Evelyn down if she were with us and say... Watch this. This guy used to wrestle, blah, 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 blah. I watched him so much. I watched his last match, and now you get to watch his last match, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I would really hate if that were to happen to, to people, and then he fucking ends up dying. I know. And they got to go like, boop, like cut to black, you know? And Well, I mean, then again, don't they air the episodes like an hour later after recording? This is live pay-per-view. Pay-per-views happen live. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. So if something happens, something happens. Owen Hart, Ric Flair. Dude, I'm just saying. Uh, I just don't think it's a good idea. A lot of people don't, but I don't know. Ending on a high note. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, guys, this has been the N-Squared Podcast. We hope you liked our coverage of all kinds of crazy topics today. We were all over the place, but that's because this is an all-over-the-place podcast where you don't only where you not only get pro wrestling news and talk, you get video game news and talk, you get movie news and talk, you get movie reviews here, you get all kinds of fun stuff. So make sure if you're brand new and if you've made it this far to give us a subscribe, it's free. Give us a good rating. Give us a review. All it does is help us out and reach more people. We want to say thank you to our large female listenership, which I still don't understand, but thank you for being <laughs> along for the ride. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's still, it's still the, the female listenership is still way outweighing the male listenership. I don't understand it. I don't know. It's cool, though. I dig it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I guess at this point, I just, I'm kind of sounding like, I expect just like old nerdy men to be listening to our show, right? <laughs> Is that what you want? You want old nerdy men <laughs> listening to your show? Yeah. It's old nerdy man. <laughs> just, oh, that's right. <laughs> You can find me on YouTube at NerdyNick91. You can find me on Instagram at NerdyNick underscore 91. And on Twitter at BuffNerd. You can find Josh diving deep into the sauce. (laughs) (laughs) On iFunny. Because it's always, hey, bro, look at this one I found on iFunny. Hey, bro, look at this meme on iFunny. Hey, bro, look at this comment on iFunny. Hey, if you're going to say it, you're going to say it properly. I'm a retard. (laughs) (laughs) That's not um, uh, appropriate to say anymore, Josh. You can't say that word. It hurts people's feelings. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, guys, this has been the N Squared Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to do all the stuff I said earlier. I'm running in circles now. And we'll see you in the next one. Well, no, you'll hear us in the next one. All right, bye. Bye.